Welcome to RGM. Are you in a band? Come and join us. Simply click on the RGM submission page, submit your music, and we'll sort the rest. Hey, Hope. A little surprise for you. Here we are with a, a bonus episode here on Thursday. Hello. Yeah, welcome, guys. We've got a bonus episode of the podcast for you. We like to treat you now and again, you know. And we're going to try and do more midweek podcasts as well, just to build on this thing. So here we are on a Thursday. Hope your week's going well. Uh, the Harriet Rose uh, episode just rumbles on and on. And thanks for everybody for tuning in to Monday's episode. Uh, it seems to be going down really well. We did touch on some really serious subjects and... Uh, seems to have rang true with a lot of people so thanks for contacting and giving us the feedback ladies and gentlemen it's what it's all about and we really appreciate it thank you uh, but we're no here problem. with a brand new episode for you today um series just said no problem to me <laughs> i don't know what that's all about uh, so we're here today on a brand new episode today ladies and gentlemen we've got a brand new band for you and it was great talking to charlie and lewis from corvus and the morning star Basically, a, quite a new band that are, you know, taking things really seriously now and going through all the motions of setting up the band to be successful in the future. So it's an interesting chat and uh, it's an interesting dynamic that, you know, to, to have that, um, to have a plan and to, you know, to see some, how somebody else is doing it. It's quite interesting, I, I think, anyway. Uh, so that interview's coming up very shortly for you. Charlie and Lewis is coming your way. Yeah, thanks for everybody for joining us on the socials this week. Just feedback, you know, the, the Tramlines announcements went out this week uh, for our stage at the Tramlines Fringe Festival at the Frog and Parrot in Sheffield. We do talk about the Frog and Parrot because they are playing the Saturday. Uh, Corvus in the morning started playing the Saturday. Just, per, just a coincidence. Uh, so yeah, we talk about festival season. There's loads of stuff coming up on the socials. Uh, RGM Live is going from strength to strength. We have got Corvus and the Morning Star on at Gulliver's on the 1st of September as well. So if you fancy a ticket, there's a link in the description. So thanks for joining us, guys. We're going to crack on with a bonus episode for you today. It's Charlie and Lewis from Corvus and the Morning Star. Take it away, boys. Good, how are you? Stuff, yeah, mate, sound yeah. Tar, yeah, nice one. Where do we find you? Where, 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 where is this? Um, uh, uh, this uh, amazing place you, that I can see you outside. My humble abode. Humble uh, abode. Garden. Ah, okay, and that's in Manchester, is it? No, Wigan. Wigan. Ah, fuck you. Oh, Wigan. Yeah, yeah. I, think, I forgot it's Wigan. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're, we're, yeah, we're, we're still we're holding on to that Manchester <laughs> battle with fucking skin of our teeth. Now we've just employed a southerner on keyboard, so we're going even further astray. Yeah. I was going to ask you about that because I know the lineups always developing and that kind of stuff. But uh, bands bands from Wigan uh, say they're from Wigan these days instead of Manchester, don't they? Because there's such a an amazing scene coming out of Wigan. You only have to look at. You know, Latham's recently, the Fletchettes, you know, we, we, we've had on, um, you know, we've, we've interviewed them online on the magazine and that kind of stuff. There's a vibe about Wigan that I'm uh, eager to, Stanley's another one, there's a vibe about, and, and I know your style, music style is different to theirs, they're more of an indie style where you're a bit more psychedelic and rocky and that. But, yeah. it, you know, it, how, what do you see around you coming from Wigan at the minute? Well, it used to be, we've both been playing music for quite a while now, haven't we? We're, mm. 
I think a few years ago it wasn't like it is now in Wigan where yeah. it was well, a totally different thing, it's, wasn't it? it was, everything was standoffish. Like I was saying this, like I play in another band with um, an older guy called Mark Friff. I actually play with Will from Flechettes and oh. Jake from Stanley's in that. Nice. And Friff, when we did our first gig all together, he was saying, look at everyone here, they're all fucking mates. Back in the day, we'd be all calling everyone, oh, look at these fucking shit trainers, and now it's not. Everyone's mates, like everyone yeah. pushes up each other up, regardless if it isn't quite your music, taste. your taste. You still, you know, help bands were, yeah. help bands out were years gone before, like when I first started, 2014, 2013, it wasn't like that. So I think it's, it's a nicer scene in Wigan now. Yeah, yeah, everyone just come together a bit more. And like Lewis just said, everyone's trying to help each other, like yeah. push each other to do better and get their work. Yeah, it was a totally different thing back then. But yeah. And it's what, what is, what do you class as helping each other out? What is, what, how's that? What do you mean? Just like, good examples are that first gig, what we had in Wigan at Billy Bard when Stanley's and everyone came down. Yeah, just like a lot of bands. A lot of bands will come and watch you. Like mm-hmm. we had um, Casino Club, the guitarist was there. Facades were the Stanleys, some of them came down, Flechettes came down. So everyone supports each other and comes watching, you know, and nice. everyone will come and have a beer with you after. Find t shirts. you off or just say, oh, fuck them guys. Yeah. Can yeah. you swear on it? Yeah. I don't know. Can we swear on yeah, it? Of course you can. You can do what you yeah. want. Can clarify that. <laughs> <laughs> I've already swore before, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's a bit really positive at the minute and everyone's <clears> pushing <throat> it. So yeah, it's, it's good. And we, we were a Manchester band because we all, I think, other than. Our guitarist, Greg, we all were living in Manchester, but then yeah. some of our members left and I've moved back to Wigan now and the only person left in, Ma- well, not Manchester, is Macclesfield. And yeah, Paul even was- Paul's moved out, he's had enough. Yeah. So, but I, I wouldn't even class ourselves as a Manchester band. Yeah. Like you, for me, if you say Manchester band, the first thing that comes to mind is the Smiths. Yeah. You know, Storm Roses and, you know, even though some of our stuff's a bit baggy and stuff, it, yeah. it's totally different, different to that. But, it's- but we need it's update ourselves on our geographical location. Well, yeah, I know it, it's interesting, though, isn't it? Because I'm, I'm from Sheffield originally, and like it, like all the little satellite towns around Sheffield, like Barnsley, Doncaster, Rotherham, a lot of those bands say they're from Sheffield. Um, and I've seen, yeah. it, I've, I've, I've seen it in Manchester where, you know, Oldham bands and all the satellite towns, Rochdale, all, all that kind of stuff, they say they're more like a, a Manchester band. I suppose it, Wigan is great at Manchester, I suppose, isn't it? So it's kind of... We want it, we can have it, basically. Yeah, I know, yeah, I kind of I I, I, I get it, because, you know, but it, yeah, I just think Wigan stands out on its own at the minute, just because of how much that's, that music's coming out of that place. I just think that's great. Yeah, there's a lot of good bands doing well, and they're, they're all young. Obviously, you know, younger bands are going to get more attraction because they're young and they're new, and, yeah. you know, have you? it's not recycled. But, I mean, I've seen some decent older bands, like... Yeah. Remember when we Red had Red Clogs? Red Clogs were good. Jesus Christ, <laughs> them men are good. They're a bit, they're a bit proggy. They're a bit yeah. out there. But I was like, I'm fuck. We're having them supporting <laughs> us. I don't give a shit yeah. how good they are. Whether they blow us out water, I'm having them purely because I want to watch them play. Nice. They're so good. Anyone who's listening, check them out. Red Clogs. Yeah, yeah. nice one, nice one. Well, uh, I'm, I'm always interested in the uh, the journey of a band. I know you mentioned you've had a few lineup changes so um what what causes lineup changes for uh, in your world <laughs> do you want do you want the real do you yeah, want the real story yes 100 percent. you might be listening to this <laughs> oblige them all oh, right well well you'll have to start because you've you know you've been here from the start i can't i was one of the changes uh, so you'd 
we I've started well I just wanted to be I was in his band and then I left oh, for yeah. uni- I left for university so I stopped yeah. playing bass for Dylan the Wars as they were called at the time and I started up and just put like a few ads out asking for musicians mm. and got uh, both our guitarist and the drummer from there it was just four of us and then we got a bassist from there and then the bassist wanted to leave to become an actor in theatre so he did that it was a good lad though Castle yeah Yeah. uh, he's moved down to London now so that didn't help and then me and uh, one of the guitarists had a bit of a falling out I think we're all right now but just fall out I think musical differences the old guitarist offered offered him out on stage (laughs) on my first gig I was like, fucking hell, serious this, I'm into this. A bit, a, bit, a, bit, a bit like The View the other day, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. except uh, you were a bit nimble, weren't you, and you got away. Yeah. <laughs> <I don't laughs> know, a couple of seconds off a crack. <laughs> we actually played, it was technically a kebab shop, that where we played, didn't we? Yeah, uh, yeah. Sunbird Records in Darwin. Yeah. yeah. Right. I, I, I haven't personally, no. Attached to the kebab shop. You have to walk, we walked through the kebab shop with our arms and stuff. That's when I was like, we've really made it now, guys. Like, yeah. stick with it. We're, we're going to be there soon. Shop. Good little gig, look at that. It's shut down yeah. now. But well, there you oh. go. The kebab shops don't open up a venue in there. So just mainly musical differences, just personal differences. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. I think musical differences were a big one because, like, Brad's going to start a new band now and, like, all for him doing that and he's enjoying it. So that's great. It's just sometimes you just clash and people want to do different things and yeah. it's one of them. It might be best to go and do your own things sometimes. Yes. I think I think it's hard when you clash because especially for me, like when, when I was younger and I clashed with other musicians, I couldn't help it not get personal. Like yeah. for me it was personal. It was like a personal attack when someone said, Oh, we're not doing that, or oh, that shit. I'd be like, What do you mean that shit? Yeah. I've just spent fucking an hour doing this and you just like shut it down straight away. Yeah. So I think when I was coming in and you had little riffs, yeah, it just sometimes got a bit personal or people got a bit stroppy. And you, yeah, me, you, too, me, too. I love man's bad yeah. as well. You can go a bit mad, can yeah, you? I can't go. Got a, bit a mad. fucking Callie Minogue deep in But I think it's just like since Lewis and John, I think we've all learned to just take it a bit more, yeah. not as a like you said, the personal attack. It's more we're just trying to make the band or the song sound better. And yeah. I think we've, we've sorted it now, but before on, it was just yeah. all arguing all the time. So you've got, to, you've got to be resilient, and you're in the music industry, I suppose, and you can't really like take everything to heart, unless you'll just go mad, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. I think we did kind of go mad for a bit, so we had to change it. <laughs> so we're, we're semi-sane now. Because at the end of the day, you, you're all just together to make songs. Yeah. You know, that, that's what it's all about. Now, if you're not writing good songs, then it's got to change. You know, yeah. if that person ain't pulling the weight or his songs aren't good or he ain't put enough effort and then something's got to change because at the end of the day, you're all doing this because you love it. Yeah. You're not doing this getting up at seven o'clock in the morning and doing it because you're being paid. You're doing it, you know, after your day jobs and yeah. you know, you're doing it for the love of it. So, yeah. So how, how have you gone from being, being mad with it to semi saying, how did you, how did you make that transition? <laughs> <laughs> Super loose. <laughs> uh, love it helped a lot. Uh, when he joined, uh, me and Lewis have played together for ages, and I think I was I was writing songs and kind of getting there, but I needed somebody who I could 
to sit back and tell me, yeah, that's okay, but we can make it better if we did this, maybe. Whereas beforehand, we didn't have much of that. So. You'd still send me songs, or wouldn't you, when I weren't in the band, when yeah. we were in separate bands? You'd still send me, and I'd be like, eh, it's all right. And then the good ones you'd send me, I was like, fucking hell, that's well good. And I used to say to my girlfriend, I was like, fucking hell, I wish I could go and play in that. Yeah. But yeah, and then I think we just, from that, we started taking it more seriously instead of just arguing all the time. We thought, yeah. let's actually put our heads together and just try and give it a go. So uh, Lewis helped a lot. Channel, cha- channeling the enthusiasm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You, you also get mature as well. Like the older you get, the mature you get. And, you know, in everything you do, you become fucking, I don't know, you stay in a lot more. You've got a lot to, a lot of time for other things. And, you know, your song your songwriting gets better. Yeah. The way you construct a song, your lyrics get better. You Everything just matures on. And that's what happens, I reckon, with my songs and the songs you've wrote. They just feel a lot more mature. Yeah, compared to like the first things that we put out to now, mm. I think there's a massive difference to what the songs that me and Lewis have made compared to what I was making at the beginning of Corvus. Yeah, they were. Just like, what, three years ago? That's pretty mental to think. So, yeah, I think so. Oh, wow. So what's made you, like, say, what's made you make a decision you need a keyboardist then? Uh, I think the whole, we've just tried, we tried to just say that. Like I said, then we've been, like go in for like three years now and nothing really happened for the first two years because we weren't really putting much effort into it. it was you just... had COVID though, don't forget. You, yeah, there was COVID. in 2020, you had a lot of COVID. Yeah. We, start, we, we had our first gig on the night of the first lockdown when that got announced. So that got cancelled, obviously, and mm. that took a hit with the two years of that. And when we did start gigging, it was hit and miss with who would actually turn up because of COVID and whatnot. Mm. And then when we've had different lineups changes, we got this final lineup and we all just said, right, do we actually want to put some money and some effort in and make this good and actually put some effort in. Everyone said, yeah, and um, we got a good sound. And then we think the final like piece of the puzzle is just getting a, for, like an additional person with, who can do keys and like a multi-instrumentalist who can do some acoustic guitar and some keys and kind yeah. of do everything if well, we need them to be. Because a lot of the tracks, like especially the four we just recorded up in Scotland, they've all got Symphon or an organ or a Mellotron. And he doesn't want to play with... I'm going to say you because the others wouldn't mind doing it. He doesn't want to play with any of your monitors in. You know, like having a backing track that yeah. can't see someone playing, which I'm totally fine by. You know, as long as it's not like front and centre and you're like, hang on a minute, the fucking Mellotron giving it now, nil there and no one's playing it. <laughs> but it's, to have that, to have someone who can put, play acoustic guitar, which the lad can, and keyboard, can he sing? Yeah. And he can sing, you know. Yeah. Just adds. It's just, it's just the final layer. I think we've got texture in it, colour. We've got everything else. Then I think where we can recreate what we want to do in the studio live. Mm. So I think that was mm. what we needed, having a keys player. Yeah, yeah that, that that sounds great. And he's from London, you see. You say. Where's he from? Oh God, he's gonna kill me. Uh, somewhere down south. He's down yeah. south. Yeah, but I think he lives That's in. It. Uh, we, we just blanket them anywhere past Birmingham. Down no, south. <laughs> uh, he lives in Altrincham. Wake. Altrincham? Yeah, I think I'm sure that's what he said now. Cheltenham? Pretty posh. Altrincham's rent corner, isn't it? Altrincham, South, South Manchester. I knew him from uni and... Yeah. Oh, nice. I was at my graduation uh, a few years ago and he said, oh, you're in, I like your band, uh, yeah. I play keys. And I was like, oh, good to know. Oh, and nice. then when we thought about doing keys, I said, I know a guy. So I messaged him and he came to that gig that you was at, I think. I think he might have been after at the... All. 
He did. He did. He let me guitar pick. Uh, he might have been at that uh, oh, after nice. all. School, yeah. Oh, nice one. Well, nice one. Well, it, it was great to see you for the first time live because I wasn't. I was just out of the loop. I was out the covers loop. I, I wasn't <laughs> aware of you and and just saw well, it live. I'm that loop <laughs> <laughs> well i'm deep in now uh yeah. so so it, it's it's i don't know i, I, I just really really enjoyed the gig and um and when i see a new band i just want to chat to him and just you know get to know you a little bit so we so it's so oh. we're aware of where we are now as a band before the band started let's look at you both individually and go back into what what were you like before music and when did you start to think music is going to be a thing for you individually? I can't start crying here on camera. <laughs> go on. Can I go chased home from school, me, for having longer? <laughs> oh, go on. How far back do you want to go? Whatever, I don't know. Whatever, I mean. you, whatever just, just, just to the interesting, funny places. Oh, um, well, I mean, yeah, I've always played football. Like, yeah. my, I first got into music through Guitar Hero World Tour. Oh, nice. And I, I play drums. I play bass in this band, but I play drums predominantly and I learned the drums off Guitar Hero World Tour and Metallica rock band nice. or Guitar Hero Metallica Guitar Hero Metallica that was how I started before that I never I never wore a pair of jeans <laughs> until I was 13 and I, I played that game and then at the first song I don't know if you'll know it do you know Bullet From Our Valentine Scream and Fire I don't know but go on it, it's fuck it's a rip snorter <laughs> it's, it's, it's straight in stick it on after this I've and you'll just get a sin. Like when when I started, I didn't go into like blues and like mm. Arctic Monkeys. I went fucking straight to the top, yeah. like heavy metal. So yeah, that, that's how I started. But you, you you just you can't listen to anything past nineteen seventy one. You can you? No, I, I didn't really pretty boring until I was about <laughs> ten. I don't I don't even remember what I did. I don't think I, I, don't think I did anything. <laughs> <laughs> like, probably just like played Power Rangers. Skill, you know. Hey, what we I mean? all played Power Rangers. Yeah, I mean that. Other than that, I. I don't think I did anything. Me, me older brother played guitar and he was really into blues music and stuff. Yeah. And so where did you start? From him. So, from your brother? Yeah, he was He was like, when I was 11, he must have been 15 or something. And he was listening to like Sunhouse and uh, all those type of old blues musicians, Delta yeah. type of stuff. And got me into them and uh, loads of other bands. And then he, I wanted to learn guitar because of him. And he's like, you can't learn guitar if you want to be in a band. You have to Ooh. learn bass because... We can't have two guitarists in a band. That's all bass about us. So I was reduced to a bass. And when we played Guitar Hero World Tour, we only had one guitar for the yeah. controller. So he would use the guitar controller and I'd use the Xbox controller, controller for bass. <laughs> yeah. So I'd be there playing bass. That's trying to be cool. And that's, yeah. That's I was like, probably sat here thinking, what a couple of fucking nerds. <laughs> I, I used to love Guitar Hero. I had, really? I had, I had, I had the, the, the guitar and stuff. Yeah. I played guitar anyway, but it is kind of, it, it, it's, I, I played guitar before I played the game, but it is there's a skill to it still, and it, and it can help your fingers move about a little bit, I suppose. Yeah, yeah I know what you mean. There's a video of Slash trying to play it, and you just guitar. Can't do it. It's hard. I mean, I I, I put some hours into that game, mate. Yeah. You don't get too expert for yeah. nothing. Exactly. I, compl- yeah. I completed the Beatles one. The Beatles, Beatles one there. Yeah, piece of piss. I think the hardest <laughs> one on that was the. What was that solo bound? Ding 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 ding. What solo is that? Put it in the comments um, if you know what that yeah, solo was. Put it in the comments, please comment if you know the solo to that Beatles track. <laughs> but yeah, so I got into music. Our Day's Night, is it? Our Day's Night? Oh yeah, my baby. Yeah, when I get on to you. Yeah, I think yeah, it is actually. We got this. There you go. But yeah, that was it. 
my brother got me into music and then we yeah. started playing in, I started playing bands from there I played yeah. in his band and then joined another band and then joined his band it sounds like we was both pretty quick because as soon as I started yeah. playing guitar hero I remember getting the guitar hero in October yeah. guitar hero game then I got my first guitar for Christmas mm. it was a Yamaha fuck knows why I did it I just started being an idiot and relicking it I didn't know it was relicking at the time yeah. I got me dad's toolbox out sandpapered all sad screwdriver all but front and I remember my dad cool. I remember my dad coming <laughs> up going what the freaking earth Joanne have you seen state of this guitar <laughs> it was a fucking mess um, but yeah my first guitar was like a black Yamaha stunk of smoke I don't know even my dad bought it off but stunk of things <laughs> So <laughs> give me that proper authentic <laughs> thing and then yeah. but when when it's new and like I, I remember yeah. the first couple of songs I'd learn on guitar and I haven't really spoke about bass but I don't think I have to do it no. when when the first song I remember going down and showing me mum and dad was nothing else matters by Metallica okay. and my mum went ooh that's great she don't need your other hand you know because it's yeah. the first bit it's just yeah. not for I presume, I presume she's from Liverpool then yeah yeah she's just going to yeah, was just a random accent. Yeah, I'm not like Peter Kerr, where person is <laughs> woman's an Irish lady. <laughs> so, so what? What's the biggest challenge for you as a new band at the minute? When you when you look about, what 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 you thinking is a nightmare at the minute? <laughs> <laughs> Petrol money. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, I, I'd I'd just say opportunity because yeah. it's quite a niche market and where we are. You know, mm. like the the really top bands. You know, they're not playing the MEN. You know, the bands who you would aspire to play with, like your Brian Jones Town Maskers, they're playing the Ritz and they're playing... It's still big venues, but, you know, they can only go so far in this country. Yeah. And then all the ones below them, it's... I wouldn't say scraping the barrel, that's the wrong word. But it's a very... It's a niche market. Yeah. It isn't it's, as big as the others. It's, it's a tough one. We're, it's, we're trying to do some more... Like that last... The new thing that we've put out, it's not really psyche until the end yeah i guess mm. i think it's that solo gets a bit mental feeling about yeah, uh, you're the only one. yeah but before that it's just like a, a tuna thing where we tried to the psych ones we've tried to dial it down but you can still tell it's psyche mm. stuff but we tried to make it a bit more accessible i guess because that's the only thing if we go full out psych then no one's going to really want to but we want to try and please psych yeah, people yeah. and people who like not yeah. music and rap you, music yeah you want to try and hit both markets, you know, you, you, just, you just want to write good songs. That's all I say to these. And if it's a good song, it's a good song. It's, but, it's, the, it's, quite, insight, it's quite insightful to know the market that you're going for, though. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't saying we're trying to go for everyone, but, you know, we're trying to go for, like, the, like the rock market. You, or, you want to yeah. progress in some kind of way, you know, whether it's album sales or streams or people at your gigs or you know, festival slots or management or whatever. There's got to be some kind of progression there each year else. It puts, you know, we've been in bands before where you're going round and you're playing toilet toilet circuit. Yeah. yeah. You know, it, it gets like, if you don't see a progression, all the band members start getting stale and they're like, what are we doing it for? Mm. So if there's a progression there each year, like a top gig year or a festival slot there on a good stage yeah. and keeps everyone going. Yeah. I've, the main thing I think is just getting... We've never been good at doing like the marketing thing online or trying yeah, to get. There's st- very few bands that we were good at that. That's what we probably struggle with the most is trying yeah. to get like the music out to the right people or yeah, how to social the media. social media stuff because yeah. we're not very good at social media. But yeah. that's probably what we struggle with at the minute. 
I find it hard to do. But there's always something you can get better at in there. And social media is a massive one. Social media can help you. Um, you know, you'll, you'll gradually get to a stage where you're just playing to your mates. And the only way to really crack out of and get out of that uh, position is to is to crack on with the socials and find different pockets of people all over the country by doing little tour slots and gigs out of town and that kind of stuff and just hammering the socials and just hoping some people will uh, get involved with the band too. Uh, it, it is really important these days, but I do get it. It's not the most fun of things, but that's part of progressing as a band though, is learning these new things and embracing these things and just cracking on with it. Uh, there's no, just, you can't do nothing else but that, can you, I suppose? The people we've, we have, like, I've, I've like met people through social media who like yeah. the band and they've been like Roche is our band manager now. Mm. He bought our first CD like two years ago when we did like a live EP. He bought yeah. it then and he's been following us ever since. And one day I was giving me some advice about some gigs. I said, just be the manager if you want, mate, because yeah. you seem to know what you're talking about. So that's what he did. But mm. uh, Patrick's another one who we've met on Twitter who came to all of our gigs. Like, the people who we have met from it have been really good and solid and always yeah. share. Dawn Anthem. Yeah, we've met some, and some good bands as well. Yeah, actually. Awesome. I love them. We've met a load of people through it. So it's something that we definitely need to do more because when we have utilised it, we've met a load of good people through it. So Yeah, Scott Apple as well. It was, was good. such a good group of people. It's not that hard. Just follow loads of bands that you know and just like, share the stuff that they're doing they'll share your stuff it, it there is quite it's particularly twitter's a nice community for musicians there's a lot of dicks on it but there is there, then, there is everywhere but you can there, there is a, a, a i find twitter to be uh where you have more conversations with new fans and that kind of stuff just just doing what rgm does i'm always chatting to people and you know saying hello and um talking about the gigs they've been to and all that kind of stuff on there and it kind of uh it is a it's a lot but it's not yeah. like it's, it's not well, like you're working out pit rock like that. You can just do it while you're having a shit or something. You know what I mean? Just like yeah. just dip on your phone <laughs> and do it. You know what I mean? It's not it's not the end of the world. It's definitely something to um, to embrace and just crack on with. I think. Hundred percent. It worked for us in lockdown because like no yeah. one had any time to do anything else. Yeah. So we got a load of people who listened to us and like replying to us in that. Then obviously it's everyone's got a bit back into things. Busy right? Everyone's busy yeah. again now. Not just sat listening to music, but. Yeah. We'll get there with it. So talk us through the other members of the band then, the people that aren't here this evening. Talk us through and uh, who, who else is in the band and their dynamic and uh, let's, let's let's have a bit of fun with them as well. Let's wind them up and all why not. We always have a bit of fun let's with go. them. Let's go. Greek Baldy Paul. Baldy Paul. <laughs> he ain't that bald yet. Oh, Baldy. I thought you said, said Moldy. No, Moldy. well, fucking Moldy and Baldy. There we go. Well, so, yeah, we got our drummer. Do you want to describe Paul? <laughs> And the only way we describe Paul. I don't know, come on, do you have to do it? So when Paul gets pissed, our drummer. <laughs> don't, don't tell him name. Yeah, it's class. Him. No, he won't. Well, he should have been here if it stopped me. He, um, <laughs> he has this little thing where he puts his hand down his top and he rubs his nipples. <laughs> <laughs> but he can't help himself doing nah, it. He loves it. He's terrible. Solid drummer, though. He's a good drummer, though. Good drummer. Does he do it while he drums? His red raw. Does he do that when he's drunk while he drums? Uh, that'd be impressive. He has, he has rubbed his nipples. If, if it was one hand drumming and doing it, that'd be impressive. Does, not does, does he not realise he's doing it? No, not no. So. Oh, it's just like a thing he does. Like just what balls, when, he's, balls he's, when he's had a drink, it's okay. just you see this hand creeping down top of his yeah. chest there, and then identifying a nipple to rub. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's Greg. He's the guitarist, lead guitarist. Yeah. He's really good. He we like when I put the advert out for him. Uh, 
he said, yeah, we like the band you've said. Yeah. I said, where are you from? He said, Wigan. I was like, right, that's okay. Uh, where'd you go drinking in Wigan? Because I'm from Wigan. He said, Independence were the nightclub we all used to go to. Yeah. I said, what the f-? I said, I don't know who you are, but I always used to go there. So yeah. we met him and he's really good. He's yeah. a good guitarist. Class. Uh, Frankie. Uh, I don't know if you saw... Fra- did Frankie play the Argent gig? No, he didn't. Uh, sorry, not the Argent, the uh, After All Festival. Yeah. Say that because he's, uh, he's the tambourine player. Yeah. Also, Maracas. Uh, he plays drums in a band called Pink Shirts for Pale People, an indie band. Right. But uh, It just comes along for the ride. Yeah. yeah. You know what we mean by the ride. Yeah. It's, you're going, to, going to Sheffield and going to Scotland and going to... He, he never drives anywhere. <laughs> okay. And his, back, and his back pockets are always full with a... Yeah, he's always got... He never just turns up with bloody... He never actually comes with his own tambourine. I always gather yeah, his right, stuff. Okay. He walks into the venue just before we go on. He's like, right, where's my stuff? Like a shit Mick Jagger, isn't it? Yeah, he's a shit Mick Jagger, yeah. Okay. So, uh, so one thing he's got to bring and then it just he can't be arsed with that. He can't even bring a tambourine in the Do you remember when he fucked that gig off of a week because he had a blister? Oh, yeah. I uh, was playing at the gig and he... What's his stare for this? <laughs> it was, we did the Friday night in Wigan and the Saturday night at uh, the p Hat. <laughs> did the Friday night in Wigan and the Saturday... He said, oh, I've, I'm coming tonight, lads, but I'm not going to play a tambourine. I was like, why? Obviously, you have to play. Yeah. But no, I've got a blister on my hand. And he came and it was like the tiniest Tiny blister on his hand. He's like, oh, it's hurting so much. Really like so. a fucking rice crisp. <laughs> he didn't play one song and he walked off and we had to get out. We had to just keep getting random women out. The uh, audience was like, yeah. who knows how old a tambourine? We didn't even ask him to play him, just who can come up here and fucking look like they can play. This woman <laughs> band that did it, she was class. She was class, wasn't she? She was great. She knew exactly what she was doing. We didn't stop people, so it, it worked. We had some yeah, audience was participation. Good, wasn't it? Yeah, it's a good gig. Uh, and then this new lad on, on keys, Sam. He's yeah. new from uni. He's a, seems like a sound guy. So uh, it might... He's put a load of effort in, though. Like, yeah. he's worked out the tablet chat. Well, the, he's worked out the sheet music for each track. Yeah, mm. I sent him all the songs that we would have to play in a set. And he came back to me and said, I wrote out the sheet music for every single one. I've got all my presets for different sounds I want to make. I was like, oh, fucking hell, he's in the band then, because he yeah. put more effort in. <laughs> <laughs> was too, too for yeah, practice. No, no sheet music. I was like, you in. <laughs> Come on. Well, that's what you want, though, isn't it? You, you, you need that. The fact he wanted to come for a, a jam, and he was like, "Right, I don't." He said to me, "I don't want to just turn up and yeah. make up on the spot. I want to be prepared." So, you know, he's more prepared for us. So, yeah, yeah he's in. as long as you're eager and you want to do it, that's all that counts. Because yeah. you know, we're not we're not bloody we're not Rolling Stone. We're not like the Beatles. We're just a couple of lads who make music and yeah. you know want to play it to a bigger crowd and do half decent off it. That's yeah. it. And if he wants to do that, wants to come and join, then first yeah. place he's in. Where, whereabouts do you see your see yourself at the minute in the music industry, and what step do you do you feel you need to get to next? What right now? Where, where are we right now? Where, where are you? Where do you feel you are right now? Yeah, <laughs> we we just the big thing is the is to boost social media yeah. to have a big presence online. Yeah, you know because the only time I most of the time, sorry, the only time. Most of the time I find new bands is social media. Yeah. A lot of the time now. There's very few times where I've gone to a gig and gone, Jesus Christ, these men are good. Yeah. You know, maybe back in there, yeah. you know, 2012 and below, I'd be going to gigs like, holy shit, the support band's mega. But yeah. now a lot of it, i found some mega bands recently. I think all, all we've been doing, like, I think the set's been really good. And like yourself, we spoke to after the gig and mm. we've had a load of people come up to say it and, becoming like a new fan of us from playing live. Yeah. But yeah, we need to do some more stuff of getting it out there. I think as well, we just need to make some more music. But where we are at the minute, I think we're just, 
we, we started, don't know we started, what to write. No. We started off again. It's basically what we said is like, right, yeah. we're a new band again now with a new lineup. Let's just start again, start afresh, <laughs> go for it. So just ready to see where, where it takes us, really. So, how are you going to do the social media thing? How are you going to learn it and do it? Just see what everyone else is doing. Magpie. Just see. Magpie? Just copy. They're no one's ideas. They're not copyright. They yeah. just find a good idea, copy it. I suppose. You know what? Like you said before, shaking shaking hands with bands that helps yeah. a lot. You know, you scratch my back, I'll scratch your yeah. balls. You know, it, it, it's it's got to work both ways and put, lifting bands up. Yeah. You know, that that's look at the Lavham's prime example. Mm. You no, know, look at the slots there we're getting and the people that they were helping them out. All the Twitter pages you mm. showed the music. You know, and it's about it's about just helping bands out as well. Just yeah. that though, the music's going to be good as well. Oh yeah, so yeah. there is that. So we're gonna. So it's like we want to do that, but to be able to be shared on social media, we need some new music out. Yeah. So yeah. the main thing at the minute is just putting like this last single and putting out more regular singles, so that yeah. like we can try and boost defensive. Like, look, raps making music, not dormant, and yeah. come and watch our gig, and you never heard any of our tunes, type of thing. So no one's gonna share shite. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I think we just need to get. I'll, I'll, the songs that we think are good and what people have said that are good live and just get them out to people and try and send them out that way. Yeah, well, it, it, it's always a good idea. You've you just got to hammer everything, I think. And and there's no secret for social media. I think I think it's a good idea. If you're considering putting something out or not putting something out, just put it out. I, I think a lot of bands get worried about algorithms these days when they've got... I don't know, less than a thousand followers on each each of these things. I don't think it makes any difference to anything, the algorithm, until you, you've got tens of thousands, I think. I don't think the internet yeah. even considers an algorithm when when, when yeah. you've got just when when you're just starting off. I think people get bogged down with algorithms and they, and they say to me, "Oh, I'm an algorithm." I'm just like, "What do you really know about an algorithm?" Because I don't know fuck all about an algorithm. I've got yeah. no idea. Why I've just seen bands whining about algorithms and thinking they know about algorithms when they don't. Yeah, uh, I don't know what my point is about algorithms. <laughs> <laughs> I think, no, I think. I mean, I work in IT and I don't yeah. have a fucking clue. Yeah, but music algorithm works. Everyone's yeah. stressed about it because Spotify's going to play you this certain way and put you into people's radar and stuff yeah. like that. But like you said, if you're not got a big following on it, then it's not going to pick you up because yeah. you'd rather be on someone else who's doing better. So the point is just get the music out and try and get it heard. And fuck it if it gets on the playlist or not. Then great if it does if it doesn't then you know better luck next time but keep on trying to push it out what, what no i think will be a better idea is is post as much as you can when you when you're young uh well or not when you're young but when you start a new band yeah and just take note of what worked and what didn't and then just do more of the stuff that works and sack off the stuff that don't but but do as much as you can and then yeah. just learn, learn, yeah. learn from yeah, yeah and, and and the stuff that um, the stuff that sticks, just keep doing stuff like that, and and just learn from, and and just do it naturally and organically on how you are, and just, I just have, I can just tell by you two, you've got you've got a really nice uh, vibe about you both, and I, can, I think you can have a lot of fun with that kind of stuff, and it, it'll help you. Yeah, yeah, we, we can have a laugh, and that's that's. I think a lot of it is, I mean, especially I, I always remember when I was a kid, and when I liked a band. I would try and find out so much more about the band more than the songs. So prime example was I used to be obsessed with Avenged Sevenfold. Um, you know, it's bad saying that. <laughs> well, I'd, I'd be that obsessed. Like I'm talking like YouTube 2010. So it's only been going five years. Yeah. I would be scrolling on, on the internet for any bit of content I could find on Avenged Sevenfold, whether it be in a tour bus, yeah. 
in a studio, backstage at a gig, like drum cam, whatever, just because the personalities then amplified the music for me. Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of bands do that. Like I, I listen to the Blossoms uh, podcast. Mm. I'm actually listening again. Now I'm not. I'm not like a, a number one fan of the band, but I like the music, and I find myself singing their songs after I've listened to the yeah. podcast because yeah. of the personalities of the band. No, you know, and that's a yeah. big one to amplify the music by, you yeah. know, giving the songs a face yeah. for people yeah. to connect with. We, we, in we, a sense, when we recorded the EP in uh, February, we, we, we filmed a lot of it, so that's something what we could potentially do. There's like, going to be a lot of editing for um, <laughs> PG parental guidance reason. <laughs> Fuck all yeah. that. Just just put it out how you want. You know, it don't matter. Just put it out. All fucking P forty five next day. Well. So, so how how do you find things working and having to? Because I know you've got a few gigs up uh, coming in that we'll uh, that we'll talk to in a bit. But how do you find working and uh, gigging and being in a band and sorting your merch out and doing your social media and doing everything else that uh, finding new members, rehearsing? How do, how do you get it all together? Yeah, Speak to him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do the merch. Yeah, we're Yeah, so. It's all, the working bits all right. I used to work on bars, and then it was shit. Yeah. It was impossible to yeah. to, to do gigs because you're working every Friday, Saturday night, and they won't let yeah. you off. But I think we all work nine to five, so yeah. we always have. We can always play a night. We can always play a gig. Mm. So that's that's okay. And we we aren't practicing. That was the main thing, making sure that we all have jobs we can all afford to yeah. pay into the band and also actually play gigs and not being. So that's that's yeah. okay. The managing all the other stuff is. It's hard, but it's, it's okay. Like, it's hard. It's, it's manageable. It's just... I wish I lot. could put more time into it, because when I finish, yeah, I've just been dealing with nutcases all day. <laughs> the last, you know, and then I've, when I was like, just de-stress, whatever. Yeah. I go on the phone and I end up forgetting about what I was supposed to be doing or sending emails to people or yeah. things like that. It's, it can be a bit hard, but... If we can, we can do it. It's not the end of the world. It's only fucking Twitter, isn't it? Like, I mean, yeah. first world problems complaining about not being able to use a, a band's Twitter Playing account. Like earning loads of money. Yeah, shit, I hate earning money. It's not <laughs> shit. It's all crap. I'm in a job in it. But uh, that's all. About he it. does do a lot, though. Yeah. He does do. He does do more than anyone in the band. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, it's one of. The, it's, I, I'm. I, I, just, I like doing it. So it, well, it's I'm, all right. I'm still waiting for my t-shirt. <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, have you actually? Mail. Have you sent it? I sent the fucking t-shirt. Carl, we'll, we'll fucking drive down and drop you on Honestly, I, I don't it. think he's sent I've it. Sent it, honestly. I know he has. I've I know he has. I've seen the receipt on email. <laughs> so, so what's um, what's coming up next for you, lads? Then just talk us through what you've got coming up. What exciting things can you tell us about? We're gonna do them in order. We have got that. If you want to do the gigs first, we have got gigs. I do notice you're playing the Frog and Pirate in Sheffield. I'm I, for Tramlines this year. I've just announced my um, Tramlines lineups for Thursday. I, I've always done Thursday, the week before the festival, at the Frog and Pirate, where you're playing on the Saturday, and I do Friday. And my mate Rob and um, <coughs> and and the Trail Creative, Kelly Monroe, and that kind of stuff. They they've always uh, done the Saturday. Uh, so I've seen you you're playing my own town Sheffield on the Saturday. So did you say yeah. you're going to try and come over early for the Friday? So I can have a pint with you. Yeah, yeah. I, I said you're going up. Aren't you? Yeah, I think I'm going to stay nice. with one of our mates on the Friday and come and catch. Yeah, nice the- well, I think I'm coming up now because I've spoken to my boss. I can get the afternoon off, so I'm going to zip nice. up. 
straight after work in car yeah. or get trained. Oh, I'll be in car when I, yeah. yeah. But yeah, probably, yes, we got that and we've not played Sheffield. If, I mean, you played it. I played the Sheffield one. I played Live Rooms in 2016 oh, okay. and it was yeah. fucking mega. Yeah. No, the Northern Soul, is it Northern Soul Bar? Live Rooms, I, is it on, was it on West Street Live Rooms? Is it one of them pop-up venues that they do on Tremlines? In, in front of Devonshire Green. Live Rooms. It's like on the corner. It's, it's oh, on, it's Forum. On, what's it called? Forum. Is it Forum. I, 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 I might be wrong, yeah. I'm sure I went to, I took my girlfriend just before COVID yeah, okay. and it was booming with Northern Soul. And I was like, yeah, okay. it only clicked about an hour and after. I was like, fucking hell, I've played in here. Yeah. <laughs> and it was packed. It was like, yeah. I remember it being high to July and it was fucking roasting. Yeah. yeah. We've got and that. It, and we're playing Sheffield on thir- this Thursday as well. So, oh yeah, we're back oh, in yeah, Sheffield yeah, on nice. Thursday. Yeah. So we've got those two gigs. Uh, Where was it called on Thursday, Judas Priest? Oh, the Washington. The Washington, yeah, I know that well. I used to put gigs on at the Washington. Yeah, yeah I think the Washington yeah, is decent, yeah. Yeah, it's nice, nice little venue. Nice little, it's a cool, it's a cool little venue. It's a cool That's little venue. Uh, it's, it's, it's nice free entry in that, and they have like DJs on after and that kind of stuff. It's, it, it, it's a square room, um, but it's cool as fuck. I've, I, I put gigs on there for years. Say, cool. say hello to the Sheffield people from me over there. They'll, they'll know who I am, and they'll be like, "Fuck you!" Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, they will. <laughs> I'll say hello to you. We got yeah. that. Uh, that that moment you said, "Fog of Parrot." Yeah, uh, July, and then tenth of August. I think we're going to play at Gulliver's with Afro Zodiac. Uh, I think Afro Diziak in, yeah, in um, Gulliver's in Manchester. Yeah, we're back at studio then, tracking drums, aren't we? Yeah, with other than gigs, December. Yeah, we're just trying to get songs recorded and and then of course RGM live on the first of September, uh, Gulliver's again. There we go. That's the next one. Where is that? Gulliver's. Is that Gulliver's? Gulliver's, Yeah. Yeah, so it, 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 rather than like just list stuff, it, within the description of this podcast, ladies and gentlemen, on YouTube and the audio version, there'll be a link where you can invest in the band and check the merch out and check the website, check the tunes and all that kind of stuff. Um, so we don't have to list websites and stuff. I, I hate bands that list websites as well. That's another little thing. Do you know, at the end of the gig, when they say you can find me on facebook.com and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, and, I, I, I know, well, it, it, but no, I, I don't think it's, I think it's pointless. I don't think people li- listen to you. I, I, yeah. I don't know how, how many people have you have you when you've been to see a band and you've and they've listed the Instagram address. How many how many people have gone to it? Exactly, it's pointless. Zero. Yeah. But For yeah. audio listeners, zero. <laughs> zero. <laughs> we'll put all of our it's gigs like in that. Man, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like tree. But yeah, then after the gig, we're just recording, and yeah. I think we've got a single ready to come out nice. at some point soon. My uh, my girlfriend's just finishing off the artwork for it now, yeah, nice. and then back in the studio again. And then, hopefully, we've got a massive support slot in Manchester. Mm. But I've got to pull a few strings with a few mates. Yeah, well, there you go. Well, keep grafting, lads. Uh, it's an absolute pleasure to have joined you today for an episode of the podcast. Is there anything you want to share with the the Corvus and the Morningstar uh, fans out there? Is there anything? Um, it, 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 if there's people hovering over the link and they're about to look at check your music out or your merch or the gigs, what would you say to those people hovering around over the link right now or that haven't pressed it yet? Just have a bash. Just have a listen. Yeah. And What's worse like, happen? Switch it off. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's that easy. You can just put on something what you like then after that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just give it a go. Like, you, you might have time you waste in a yeah. day scrolling through shitty videos. I'm yeah. sure someone could play three minutes of a track yeah. and make the mind up and say, of course. Yeah, 
decent. I'll like it. Put it in the playlist. Yeah, they say if, you, not, if you don't like the song in the first ten seconds of it, then you, you know, you I was giving it three minutes. <laughs> Brilliant. Well, Charlie Lewis, thanks for joining us for an episode tonight, boys. Uh, wish you all the best. Can't wait to uh, get some gigs under the belt with you and get to know you all in real life and put a pint in front of you next time I see you. Um, really appreciate your time, guys. Nice one. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Cheers, Carl. Nice see one. you in a bit. Charlie Lewis. Nice one. So that's a little bonus episode for you this week, guys. If you like it, you know, tag us on the socials. Uh, if you're interested in the band and you want to know more, there's a link in the description to invest in them and check them out. Yeah, why not? So we're going to be back on Monday for a brand new episode, ladies and gentlemen. It's a big one, I can assure you. Uh, thanks for joining us on the podcast. If you're watching on YouTube, uh, or if you're... Well, you won't because you're listening on the... the this, this bit's only on the audio bit. Uh, but if you wanted to see the interview, they are all on YouTube, so you can see our faces talk to each other. If that's your thing. If you prefer the audio version, you know, this is here for you too. Uh, pop on to rgm.press, check out all the latest news, music, reviews, uh, comments, uh, opinion pieces... Loads of stuff going on on rgm.press at the minute this week. And yeah, we'll see you again on Monday, ladies and gentlemen. Hope you've enjoyed this bonus show. I've been Carl Malone. Thanks for tuning in again, ladies and gentlemen. And we will see you soon. Toodle-oo. Welcome to RGM. Are you in a band? Come and join us. Simply click on the RGM submission page, submit your music, and we'll sort the rest. Hello. Did you know that you can support our podcast in many ways? Within the description of this podcast, you will see a list of all the equipment that we use. These are Amazon affiliate links. Clicking on these links take you to Amazon. If you buy whatever you're planning that week, we get a small kickback and you get a parcel at no extra cost. We would really appreciate your support. Or you can just go old school and donate a pound or whatever you feel is appropriate in there. Please subscribe and tell a friend about our show. And thank you for your support and we'll see you next week.